millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I got a fellow amigo here from uh, Southern California and, uh, Patriot, Alpha Warrior, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, you got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to discuss. We were talking a lot off camera right now on what we can and cannot say on YouTube. And um, we're trying to navigate through the system the best we can with what we have and trying to inform people. But there is a <laughs> – folks, what he was telling me earlier, what he was telling me earlier was eye-opening. And um, I'm hoping to get some of the guests that you were talking about that you've had on my show as well. So – Without further ado, everybody, uh, Alfredo Luna, thank you, man. Hey, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking out time for you and your audience to hear my story and talk about some important stuff, man. It means a lot. Yeah. So we know what we can tiptoe around. We know what we cannot talk about on shit tube. But um, before we get into that, folks, stay with us. This is going to be an important show. Uh, I'm going to read off a commercial, Health with Nino. Check out the studies show our appearance directly affects our mental health. Many anti-aging supplements found on store shelves try to capitalize on that. Most of them fall short. This is because they fall on targeting the root of the problem. Like it could be ugly. <laughs> the newest trend in anti-aging supplements is collagen. Research shows a good collagen supplement can make, help make hair stronger and the skin more youthful while supporting healthy joints, bone, and gut health. But don't run to the store and buy the first collagen supplement you see. Grab Aegis Multi-Collagen, which can only be purchased online. Aegis Multi-Collagen ingredients are held to the highest quality standards in the collagen industry. It is some of the purest quality collagen you can get. I have a lot to deal for my audience. And if you hit the link below, folks, you get 51% off. Hit the link below. All right, dude, we're done. <laughs> All right, let's knock this out. <laughs> hey, if you guys want that good stuff, you better hit that link below. You don't want your body getting all nasty. So, so yeah, so man, it's a, uh, it's a long story, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to sum it up because I know our attention span is, uh, is limited on uh, with all of us Patriots. We just want to hear it and go at it. Right. So I mean, what we were talking before, what we were talking about before the show was we got to do next. We got to do a separate show on that. No, absolutely. Brother. And we'll put um, that on Nino's corner.tv and then your dot TV too. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, for those that don't know, um, name's Alfredo Luna. Um, everybody knows me as Alpha. I have the Alpha Warrior Show. And the only reason it even came to be was um, I was one of the January 6th people that was attacked. But what's unique about my story was I wasn't even at the Capitol. Now, not to say that I wouldn't have liked to be there. I'm fine with the Patriots that did the right thing. I just I was working here in California when it happened. 
So wait, 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 wait. You weren't there. I was not there. You I were was, not at the Capitol. I was they're not coming after you anyway. And they came after me anyway. How? how? Okay. <laughs> so, so as far as I know, I think there's only one other person that they've done this to. They used January 6th. So they attached the January 6th case to get probable cause. And on January 15th, the FBI SWAT team raided my house um, in the zero dark 30 hours of the morning. The reason they raided my house was they did two things. They used the California red flag laws. So for those that don't know, I'm a combat Marine veteran um, from the United States Marines, went to Iraq in 2003, and I have uh, almost a decade and a half in, or had almost a decade and a half in law enforcement. I've worked gangs. I've done undercover. You know, I did detectives, worked homicides, got to do all the cool, fun stuff. You're legit. I was, I was legit. So, and if anybody questions that, um, I'll show, I'll give you guys a link to where you guys can verify and bets and so, stuff. So hold on. They, 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 they broke down your door. They didn't ring the doorbell, right? They just they boom, not, came in. They did not ring the doorbell. So what's unique about this situation is I was on a tactical team, you know? So I know the protocol, the operation. I ran operations with three, 300 plus cops you know, multiple jurisdictions, you know, you know, federal agencies. So I know how this is supposed to happen and what they did. I'll, I'll share the story. And then I think everybody will kind of figure out what they were probably trying to do. So on January 15th, so a few days after January 6th, um, I hear loud explosions outside my house. This happens to be my son's 13th birthday as well, which they know. So I'll, I'll pause and I'll, I'll share something real quick. Well, your Maybe. son suffered a lot of trauma. Him and him and my stepdaughter. And I'll tell you a heartbreaking story about that as well. When you do a raid on the house, you know, when we do a raid on the house before you ever, unless it's some like fresh pursuit thing, you know, if it's something that's a planned operation like this was, you know, everything about that house. You've gone the records from the city clerk's office. You've ran the contacts through, you know, all the different software programs and different contracting companies we use. You know, everybody that's there, you have everyone with the driver's license, you have photos of them, the surveillance, you have photos of them, you know, everybody's name and you know, everybody's birthday, which means they knew it was my son's birthday on that particular day. So I hear loud explosions. And by the grace of God, instead of grabbing my duty gun, because all my guns are put away, but I always keep one on my nightstand at night because of the job that I did. Like I said, I worked undercover instead of grabbing my, my duty pistol. I grabbed my phone and it, like I said, it's God's work on that one, man. So I run to the front of the house because the house alarm's going off and my truck alarm's going off. So what I thought happened was I thought some drunk probably hit my truck and the truck hit the house. That's what I thought oh. as I'm turning, as I'm turning off the alarm to the house, we live in a Dolby style home. So the front door is textured glass. So you can't see through it, but obviously you can see like lights and things like that. My wife starts to scream at me. She's like, get away from the door. I look on the door and there's about a dozen red laser dots. So I'm like, what the hell? Then my phone rings and it's the, it's the FBI dispatcher. She says, this is the FBI and we have the SWAT team surrounding your house. You need to come out with your hands up. By this time, you know, my, my son's awake. My Dude, daughter's are on. you frigging serious? And, and we have a two month old daughter. I'm telling you, this Screaming story, and crying. This, this story gets, it is, it gets a lot worse before it gets better. So I go and I'm trying to calm down my family. You know, I'm telling the kids, I'm like, listen, it's the police. They're the good guys. It's going to be okay. So I put in my AirPod because I ain't coming out with nothing in my damn hands. Yeah. And I tell the dispatcher, I go, hey, let them know. I'm opening the door. There's nothing in my hands. I have my AirPod in. I'm stepping out. I'm not trying to get shot. So she relays it to them. I can hear it go off their intercom. 
And I walk out of the front of my house and there's an armored vehicle and the full element of an FBI SWAT team, not the police department. It's the FBI SWAT team, bro. I walk out, they put me on my knees. And for the first time in my life, I'm getting handcuffs put on me because up until that point, I had never had a criminal record. I start asking for the search warrant. They're like, we'll get it to you. We'll get it to you. I asked them about a dozen times. They wouldn't give me the search warrant. So they put me in handcuffs. And like I said, this is in January here in California, but it's still cold at that hour of the morning, man. It's freezing. So I'm sitting on the sidewalk and then I have to watch my entire family. So my wife, my stepdaughter, who was 12, my son, who just turned 13, they get walked out of the house with a bunch of guns trained on them. bro. Now I chose that life of, you know, being in the Marines, being in law enforcement. So I'm, I know that they don't, man, they're regular people like a lot of the listeners and they were terrified, you know, I, I mean, terrified. So they sit them on the other side of the street. And what I notice is my wife doesn't have the baby and she's asking for the baby. So I'm like, Hey, let her have the baby. And they wouldn't let her, we're, we're talking about 30, 40 minutes. They would not let her go inside to get our two month old daughter. And I can't do nothing because I have two guys that are watching me and I'm handcuffed. And the entire FBI SWAT team is going into the house. I still haven't been given the search warrant and our baby's in there. So I'm pissed. She's pissed. Finally, as the sun starts to come up, they take the family back in the house and they take me to the back of my house um, where they, the two agents. So here's the thing. One of the FBI agents that's, um, that arrested me, his name is Armenta. He is the same FBI agent that's handling the investigation for the Capitol Police Officer Fanon. He's the one that's been on Time Live, has the tattoos all over his neck, and has the the allegation of someone that tased him. So knowing that my file is on the same file of that case, I mean, it's it's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, of course. So so we go to the back. They have the guys surrounding me, the, the two agents from the Joint Terrorism Task Force sit down. They finally take the handcuffs off me, and I'm like, hey, man, where's the warrant? They're like, we'll get it to you. Still haven't seen the damn warrant at this point. And by this time... We're already over an hour into what's been going on, and they've already been. This going isn't on. America anymore. If this shit's happening like this, no, absolutely, absolutely. And here's the thing: if they could do it to one of their own, yep. Then I mean, it's it's been eye opening for me. It breaks my heart. Now, now let me let me ask you something real quick: Is it because do you feel because of the they did this because of the red flag laws in California? So the reason they did it. So if you were in any other state, would they have been able to do it? Is what I'm asking. If the if they have red flag laws, yes. Without the red flag laws, no, they would have not been able to do this. I want to know what your connection is to J6. I mean, I don't understand, but go ahead. So, so what they said, so this is, this, is where, this is where the connection comes up and where they explained to me. The guy opens his folder, and as he opens it, I see a bunch of printouts from my Twitter profile. My Twitter is X Alpha Warrior X. if anybody wants to follow it. It's still there because Twitter didn't even pull it down because I didn't even violate Twitter's um, policies. And I've been put in Twitter jail or Twitmo for tons of things. So I see it and he go, so he tells me, well, we want to question you about your profile. I'm going to raise the doorbell. <laughs> I'm going to raise the doorbell. Just saying. Called. Just saying. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. You could have called me. I would have just showed up yeah. to your office with my lawyer. I could have done this a lot easier. But go so, ahead. So he opens it up and he goes, well, we want to question you about your Twitter um, being potentially violent. And I go, look, nothing in my social media is violent. I want my attorney. Right then and there, that should have been the end of the conversation. Correct. It was not. They continued to question me, and I'm saying, hey, can I go inside the house? And this is all. So if anyone doubts this, this is all audio recorded by them. We we have the copy of the audio recording. 
because what I'm going to say in this, in this interview, I guarantee your audience has never heard, and it is going to scare the shit out of everybody of what happened and things that were asked. So when he pulls it out, I asked for the attorney, they disregard and they go into questioning. So at this time, I know it's a forced interview. There's nothing I can do. I want them out of my house. And he questions me. So there was about five or six tweets that they questioned me on. One of the so tweets, wait, they haven't shown you the warrant yet. They still have not shown me. So the they warrant. should. You should be able to tell them to get the hell out, right? I mean, but I but I, I should be able to tell them to get out. They actually they shouldn't even be there to begin with because there's no consent. There's no implied consent. You know, and if people have questions about this, and you know, feel free to bring me on whenever you want, and we can talk about like the law enforcement specific things because that's where my expertise is. In the state of California, I am considered an expert witness, so I'm not just a regular beat cop. Like this is what I did for a living. Okay. Um, and there's some more stuff I can tell you off camera. And okay. <laughs> it'll be interesting, man. So one of the tweets that they questioned me on is, um, and I don't know it verbatim, but it said something to the essence of. Um, our country is being attacked by evil. Are you ready to fight for it with me? Would you even die for your country? God, country, family, something like that in that order. That, that was your tweet. That's the tweet that they're trying to say. So when they, when they, that find one, it, bro, that one, I'm a Marine. What veteran? So many that? people are putting shit like that out. Every, who, if you're not talking like that, do you even love your country? Wow. And here's the thing. I'm not telling people to, you can, so this is what I told the FBI agent. I'm like, you can die for your country without ever throwing a rock. And if people don't understand that, look at Tangerman Square, you know, in China with Tank Man, the guy that stood in front of a tank. You can die for your country without ever doing anything violent. You know, it's civil yeah. disobedience. Yeah. So, so then the next, the next tweet they questioned me on, it was a tweet. And the whole, the only thing the tweet said was one slash 19, January 19. And they're like, what's this mean? I'm like, well, that's the date a lot of us anticipate. Because remember, you know, Trump's still president at this time. It's January 15th. Yeah, yeah. Watch what you say here. Yeah. So I go, I go. that's the, the date we think Trump's going to release certain information for us to, to take a look at. And obviously, that date hadn't came yet. So, And then the other tweet was a picture of the Punisher skull, the Chris Kyle Punisher skull. But it had the three, the three lines in the skull, the, the Roman numeral three in it. Are you serious, dude? One that that that's only on my profile one time, and he goes, "Do you know what this is?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's the Chris Kyle, it's the Punisher skull." What does it mean? I'm like, "Dude, we all have that in law enforcement. We all have that in military. Like, I had that on my uh, a decal in my unit. You know, when I was working when I did were these guys were they young guys like just rookie like so the FBI guy is a young guy. The other guy he's actually a detective with the Rialto Police Department, but he's assigned to the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Now here, this is I'm glad you brought that up, Nino. So people are wondering, well, how does the FBI do this? How do they have jurisdiction? This is the, this is when we talk about police reform, this is one of the places where we need police reform. They don't. So what they do is they create these joint terrorism task force with local police departments, local sheriff's departments, because they have jurisdiction. So what happens is they write, you have the full backing, all the money, all the resources of the FBI, but the one signing the documents is the local police officer. So it's, so it's literally the FBI doing all the work and then just having someone that has jurisdiction to sign it. And that's the way, that's the way they circumvent the system. So, so that guy, um, his name is De- detective Candias, um, or a lot of people like to say candy ass. I was just uh, going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do it. Right. So, you know, so he's the older guy. And so the thing that really kind of crushed me on this one is he has the same type of background that I have, you wow. know, he's prior, he's prior military. And he should know better. He should know better. He's worked gangs. 
and like I said, not to go off on a tangent, but when you work gangs, there's a, especially in California, because our laws are so strict, you have to meet a whole matrix of things before you can identify someone as a gang member or part of something. He brings up one picture of that skull. And I tell him, yeah, it's the Chris Kyle Punisher skull. He goes, no, that's the 3% militia group. And I'm like, who's that? You know who they are. I go, no, I don't. He goes, I go, no, I know who the Proud Boys are. I know who the Oath Keepers yeah, are. Yeah. I've never heard of the three percenters. He's Don't say that letter in the alphabet either, because this yeah, is what yeah. I have to keep correcting people on this. Just no, 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 no. Keep me on task, bro. I don't mind. Yeah. So, okay. so he goes. He, so he starts telling me, "Well, who do you think they are?" I go, well, "I know who the one percenters are." You know, with that long motorcycle gangs and things like yeah. that. I go, "So if you're asking me to make an assumption, like, well, I'm guessing they're the opposite, the good guys." So then he goes off and he starts breaking down the Wikipedia version. What I found out later of what they he's, are. He's reading Wikipedia to you. He wrote, he, he copy pasted. Is he aware that anybody could go in there and change Wikipedia? Anybody? Uh, well, Cause I already told everybody, I will not take a plea. We will go to court on this. I, I will expose everything, no matter what it costs me. So, so he, so he goes and he tell, he starts to explain that three percenters are, it took 3% of the American population, you know, back during 1776, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm like, I go, well, I don't know that. I go, I'll look it up. And if you're right, well, then I learned something. So those are what they questioned me on. Nothing in my, in my, in my Twitter is violent. It's the opposite. If anybody goes through my Twitter, especially back to that time frame, I'm pro law enforcement. I've always been pro law enforcement. That's what I did for a career. I even have tweets in there where I tell people how to have a safe encounter with law enforcement. So, so anyways, we start going and now I'll fast forward towards the end of this interview. Um, so he does two things. The first thing is in California, we have penal code 422 and it, it's terrorist threats. So he goes, well, and this is important, everybody. So pay attention here. He goes, well, the reason you tweet the way you do is because you know, penal code 422. So you know how to tweet without getting in trouble. So what, why that statement significant is because at this point, they already have a search warrant that was signed by a judge, which means they went into chambers with the judge. The judge reviewed the warrant. They rose their hand. The judge says everything in this warrant, true and accurate to the best of your knowledge. They say, yes, the judge signs it. And then they sign it. Well, if he's saying his mindset was that he already knew the way I wrote my tweets didn't violate the law, then that means he committed perjury when he went into that courtroom with the judge because the only way you get probable cause is you're articulating that a crime has taken place or you think a crime is taking place. And he's already acknowledged that, no, it's not. So that's the, one, of the, one of the many things of corruption that has taken place so far. The next thing, and you know, I've interviewed thousands of people in my career, man, for simple crimes. So like I said, homicides. They asked me two questions that I have never asked anybody. And like I said, this is recorded because I know people are not going to believe what I'm about to say, you know, because I wouldn't believe it. The first question they asked me is they said, what party are you registered with? I go, wow. I go the Republican Party. Who did you vote for for president? Ugh. President Trump. If anybody thinks that what the FBI is doing right now to parents, to patriots, to anybody is not the political arm of the current government we have, I, my case with audio recordings of proof is, is proof that this is a political a, a attack. That's what it is. There's, it doesn't matter who I'm registered with, and it doesn't matter who I voted for. And the only reason I answered is because I'm proud of who I voted. Of course. But the fact that they answered that, I mean, my jaw just dropped, you know, and at this time I still haven't seen the warrant. So finally um, we start to wrap up the conversation. I'm like, well, do you guys want me to delete my Twitter? Like people should be terrified of this shit, bro. If, 
Yeah. And it gets worse, man. I haven't even gotten to the worst parts yet. So I tell them, so do you guys want me to delete my Twitter? Like, what do you guys want me to do? I don't want my family going through this again. And this is what they said. They go, no, 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 we wouldn't tell you to do that. Just, you know, stop, stop, you know, take the off ramp. You don't have to keep going against your government. So what they're saying is stop tweeting against the government. Stop putting out the truth and we'll leave you alone. And like I said, this is all recorded, you guys. So if anybody thinks, no, this is not possible, the, the recording's there if anybody wants it. So finally, they gave me the warrant. And what I realized is that a, a bunch of pages are sealed. So essentially what they gave me is what we call the fake page. This is who signed the warrant. This is what it's for. And it shows the gun violence protective order. So they, they take all my firearms um, because of the gun violence, the California red flag laws. They got a gun violence protective order. So essentially what it says, you know, for California is if they can articulate that you're a danger to yourself or you're a danger to the public, you shouldn't own guns. So, and like I said, at this point, this is what they're trying to pass nationally, right? This is what they're, and they're trying to add something called where they can do it off an anonymous report. Cause right now they can't, you can't do a red flag law off something that's anonymous. There has to be a person. This this is unbelievable. And trust me. And you'll see when I get to the end of the story of more corrupt, it's corruption after corruption, man. So, They end up leaving my house. I get on the phone with my attorney right away to make them aware of what's going on. Now, this is January 15th. On January 20th, Inauguration Day, I'm working. I'm working at the Palm Springs Unified School District. I was their gang officer and one of the security officers. I get a call from a buddy, and he's like, because he used to work law enforcement, too. He goes, hey, man, there's unmarked cars and Palm Springs units across the entrance, you know, because I was getting ready to come off. Well, I already know if they're doing that. They're going to do a takedown. It's for an arrest. You don't do that for a conversation. So I call up my, my boss and I see he's a friend of mine. I say, hey, listen, I don't want to get arrested in the school uniform. I don't want to embarrass the school like that. I want to go home. I'm going to change into my clothes, give my, my wife the bank cards and, you know, kiss the baby. Cause I don't know what's going to happen after this. You know, man. so I go home, I change. My buddy calls me. He goes, Hey man, they, they stopped me now and they want to know where you're at. I said, let them know that I'll be there in a few minutes. Right. So I meet them across from the, the main office from the school district. It's the Palm Springs Police Department, and it's the, the Joint Terrorism Task Force, the FBI guys again. So as I get off, and the Palm Springs guys, I've worked with a lot of these guys. They were in the neighboring agency for me. I worked for the Cathedral City Police Department. Next door to us is the Palm Springs Police Department. So I knew these guys. So one of the sergeants approaches me, and he goes, hey, do you know what this is about? And I'm like, yeah, it's about my Twitter. And he's like, no, it's about a gun. I'm like, about what? He goes, it's about a gun. And I said, no, no, no. I go, they're at my house a few days ago. It's about my social media. And he goes, no, it's about a rifle. I go, no, it's about my social media. So now the FBI go walks over and he goes, hey, you're under arrest for possession of an assault rifle. Now, right here, I have to be limited on what I say because there's an active criminal case going on with this. But what I will say is the rifle they arrested me for is the rifle that I used in police work for over 10 years that the police department has paperwork on. I have paperwork on. Department of Justice has paperwork on, but this is what they arrested me for. So in addition to that, I go, okay, well, what's the bail? Because I know I've arrested people for this weapon charge before, and it should be like around 30,000, 35,000. So I go, what's the bail? And he goes, it's a quarter of a million dollars. Mm. So I'm like, well, what are the other charges? Because I'm like, you're not going to get bail that high on a, on a weapons charge, especially a nonviolent weapons charge. He goes, there's no other charges. So what I knew right then is they did what's called the bail enhancement. So bail enhancement is when law enforcement tells a judge, this person is so dangerous that if we don't make bail hard for them, they're, you know, they're going to go hurt somebody. 
to this day, they still haven't provided us a copy of that bail enhancement. What We don't know what they told the judge to make my bail a quarter of a million dollars. So at this point, I get handed over to the Palm Springs Police Department so they can do the transport. And the guys ask me, like, hey, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the Indio jail or do you want to go to the Banny jail? And I, and I look at them like... They're giving you a choice of what jail to go to? They gave me a choice of what... They, they were cool. Palm Springs was being really cool with me. Because like I said... They yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool. You know, they know my reputation. And I looked at them. I said, listen... At both jails, I have current homicide suspects. I go, do you think it matters which one I go? I'm not safe at either one, man. So they end up transferring me to the Banny Jail. It's the Larry Smith Correctional Facility. Now, here's where things get a, a little weird, but it, this was one of the positive things that happened. As we're driving to the jail, the transport um, officer pulls over into like a, like a business complex area. Because by this time, it's like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. So he pulls over and it's dark, right? And he comes to the back and he opens up the doors and he's like, Hey man, um, go ahead and step out. And I'm like, he goes, I'm going to take your handcuffs from the back and put them in front of you. So in my head, I'm like, ain't no damn way I'm stepping out of this thing. And all of a sudden the story reads, I try to escape. I attack the transport yeah, deputy yeah, and yeah. I get shot. Wow. So I'm like, so I'm like, man, I'm not getting out. And he goes, no, man. He goes, the, the guys told me he was a young kid. He goes, the guys told me who you are. And they told me that what you're going through is bullshit and you shouldn't be treated this way. He goes, so I'm going to, the Sarge told me, I could put the handcuffs in the front and I'm going to move you to the front of the car. Cause they just had me in that little box that I barely fit in. So I step out and he did, he put the handcuffs in the front of me, moved me to the front. And it was the first sign of compassion that I actually had gotten during this time. So now we show up to the jail facility and because of what I did for a living, they have to shut the entire intake facility down to book me. Well, as I'm driving over there, I'm like, well, you know what? This is California and our, our completely, um, degenerate justice system is actually going to benefit me here. Cause I'm like, you know what? I don't have to worry about the quarter of a million dollar bail because this is a nonviolent offense. So when I get in there, they're just going to book me and kick me out on a, on an OR release, a recognizance release. Cause it's a non, if in California, if you're arrested, it's non it's nonviolent. You're not getting booked. You're going to get fed kicked. So when I get there, I see the Sergeant and this is where more corruption comes into play. I tell the Sarge, I go, Hey Sarge, um, I'm going to get fed kicked on this. Right. And he's like, well, we're trying to figure something out. Hold on. So I'm sitting there waiting because I'm the only one in there besides the deputies. And then all of a sudden I see them coming out with the Riverside County inmate um, jumpsuit. So I'm like, well, obviously I'm not getting fed kick. So they end up booking me and they take me into and they put me in solitary confinement. Now, here's the thing. I've been to this jail. They have PC cells. So I, w- I anticipated, oh, they're probably going to put me in one of the protective custody cells because of my prior, you know, being a cop and undercover. No, they, they put me in the hole, bro. For how I mean, long, this, how long were you in for, there? For one day. Okay. One day, and and but you had no idea how long. I had no, I walked in there not knowing how long. Right, so, so what just... I didn't. So I'm in there. It's it's eight feet by ten and a half feet, um, and they give you they don't even you don't get a pillow or anything. You get a you get a plastic cup with a toothbrush, and you get a thin sheet, and then a and like a wool blanket, you know. And then you drink water fountain. You know, you drink the water over the toilet that you piss in. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, you know, I fought for my country. You know, I'm a highly decorated Marine. I'm a highly decorated officer. I've been awarded the Medal of Valor. I'm like, how? I've done nothing wrong. How am I here for, for tweets? How am I here? And so I just get on my knees and I start praying. Well, I didn't know at the time. This is what I learned after the fact when my, when my family filed bailed me out. Was my, my mom and my wife had contacted my attorney. And within me being there like minutes, they already had a bail agent calling the the, the jail to bail me out. And the jail said, well, you can't bail them out. And they're like, well, no, you know, we have collateral. We're putting up the quarter of a million dollars. 
And they said, well, you can't bail them out because there's a parole hold on them. Now, for the audience that doesn't know, so what parole is... This is a fucking nightmare. Now, remember, I have zero criminal history. The last time I had anything criminal was in 2003, and it was a tinted windows ticket. That, that's my level of Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah. So, I so wish I could see the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life experience, brother. Life experience. <laughs> so what happened is, so to be on, so for the audience, it's like, well, what the hell do you mean? You know, what's pro hold, you know, alpha? So pro means you committed a felony. You went, you got arrested. You went through the court system. You either pled guilty, got found guilty, you got sentenced to prison, went to prison. And after serving a portion of time in prison, you had good behavior and they release you on parole. And then when you're out on parole, you violate parole. Now there's a parole hold. Well, that's what they said. I had a parole hold. So through the course of the night in about seven hours is what I learned afterwards. They found out it was a clerical error. So what this clerical error meant was because there was a clerical error, the only way I was going to get out was bail. I can tell you right now, Nino, in all the years of me arresting people, you know how many clerical errors there were on people I arrested? Zero. 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 Never seen that before. So this was their way of saying the only way this guy's getting out is by putting up this quarter of a million dollar bond. So I get released. Um, and now, you know, now it's just, uh, you know, talking to my attorneys, trying to get everything put together. They, and it's like, so because they use the January 6th case for probable cause, it gives me access to all the evidence, the 14 hours of video, video footage, all that. So even though you weren't there, even though I wasn't there. So this is what they were said. Were you egging me. it on in any way? Were you absolutely not? As a matter of fact, if you go back to my tweets, so, so this is where we get into the exculpatory evidence. So when we find, we got a few more pages from the warrant. So we don't have all of it, but we got a few more pages. What the FBI wrote was because I was a prior Marine and a prior law enforcement officer, I had the potential to commit violence. Potential. What else? Just is, whatever bullshit they could conjure up. So if anybody's seen the movie Minority Report, this is what yeah. I'm about to say. Wow. But they also wrote in the Like a warrant, pre-crime. A hundred percent. You nailed it right there. And you know, that is what they wrote. They said because of January 6th, it was a triggering event and that I showed an escalation of violence in my tweet and showed pre-incident indicators to commit a crime. Now, let me tell everybody that's listening. If I could go get warrants on pre-incident indicators, I could eliminate gangs in this country in a weekend. Dude, you know what? This is why on my programs, and people will see it on YouTube, and I'm sure you've seen me say this, I say I'm against violence, I do everything legally, I don't... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. Don't go to protests. I don't do any of that shit. I don't. I really don't because this is why what you're going through right now. This is why I don't do shit because it's fucking. It's insanity right now. The climate is so um, so sensitive that and these people are looking to get anybody. That's why I'm always like, oh, <laughs> if I could stay home in front of my box here and do it the way I do it because they they're going after everybody, huh? And, and and not even doing shit, that's not even enough, Nino. If other people come and say things, you have to clarify that so you don't get attached to it because they'll pull shit out of context. They'll, you know, you know, I spend a lot of time on Twitter, you know, these virtual town halls and spaces, and you'll get some knuckleheads that come in there and they're like, well, we need to take up arms. And I'm like, listen, first yeah. of all, you're probably a fed. You know, yeah. we're not about this. Yeah. We're about doing yeah. things the legal, peaceful way. Yeah. And you have to throw this disclaimer out there because that's what they're doing. They want to get you caught up because they want to lock up patriots. So, Golly, man. so just so understand that everybody in a search warrant that a judge signed, they didn't say I committed a crime. They said I showed pre-incident indicators. So now it's the thought police. It's pre-crime. What the FBI did, this goes all the way back. They got the warrant signed on January 13th. What the FBI is saying is if we think this person is going to do something wrong, we can go get a red flag gun law, take away their weapons, and then go and arrest them or do at the so, least. So the, the fact that they're going to pass this, they're trying to pass this nationally, we all need to be aware because this means it gives them any reason to come into your house and take any. If whoa. they pass this nationally, Nino, I'm We're listening to you guys. If they pass this nationally, if you are an influencer and a patriot, you are the first ones that are going to be taken down. 
because you're the biggest threat because you're the ones giving out factual information. Once they remove the influencers and now nobody knows what's going on because nobody's telling the truth, then they'll start targeting the rest of America. If they pass this, if people don't start speaking up and calling their legislators and doing peaceful protests or, you know, whatever, doing something, we're, we're, we're in trouble. We're already in trouble. Is this going to get worse? Yeah. So to add to, to add to what's going on, and I'm going to revert back to the warrant real quick. So in my house, when you serve a search warrant, 99% of the time, unless there's a specific scenario, you start from the front of the house, which is the driveway, and you work your way to the back of the house, the backyard. So that means you'll do the driveway, vehicles, the garage, and then you just fly, you go with the flow of the home. So when they did, when they served the search warrant to search my home, because they were looking for certain letter things, I think everybody knows what that is, and certain, you know, propaganda, they were looking for stuff like that, which I didn't have them. So they didn't take anything like that. They destroyed the inside of my truck. Like I'm a Marine, so I'm very neat about everything. My truck looked like a freaking tweaker truck. My garage turned upside down. My son's bedroom's the first bedroom. Remember, it was his birthday destroy his room look like a hurricane hit it after that it's the living room it's the hallway and it's my daughter's my stepdaughter's bedroom well right there on the wall my wife has all my awards so it has the metal valor you know so six months or i'm sorry a year and six months before all this happened i was police officer of the year the year before that investigator of the year and the reason i say that is so people understand i was a good cop I had on the wall so this is the fbi SWAT team and on the wall i have a commendation from the fbi Signed by James Comey. Not that I'm happy about who signed it. But nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. this is, you know, at the time, you know, they're the FBI. It's an FBI award signed by Comey. And the only reason I know this is because at this time, now my stepdaughter is in her room and she's being babysitted by one of the FBI agents. She says they all stopped right there and they're all looking at the awards and I'm assuming they're reading them. And one of the guys, she calls him the bald guy. I think he was a team leader from what I remember. One of the guys asks is the team leader, hey, are we arresting this guy? And the bald guy or the team leader says, he goes, no, I think we, I think this is one of the good guys. So, so the way I described my house, if you guys were listening, they destroyed the first half of my house from that moment on, bro, my house, it was like two different teams were there. It was treated with respect. My bedroom, which is where all my weapons are. They broke everything. That's what I'm saying. So what this tells me is when they were, when they did the briefing, cause I've ran these briefings before. That means the, the detectives told these operators, the SWAT guys, you're probably, they probably had these guys thinking I was a legitimate domestic terrorist. I was probably going to put up a fight. They were probably going thinking like, this is going to be like one of those crazy, like movie type scenarios. And they realized when they got to that wall, that they had been lied to that. I wasn't who they saw that I was being respectful. They saw that my house, you know, we have pictures of Jesus and the cross and yeah, you know, yeah. coffee table has two books, the Bible and the constitution. That's what's on my coffee de- on my coffee table. And so, like I said, they treated the rest of my health house with respect. So what that tells me is the guys running these operations, they're corrupt dirtbags. The operators, you know, the, the rank and file guys, there's still an element of good in those guys if we can find a way to reach them. I don't even know if it's too late to, to do that. But now let's fast forward to August 4th of 2021. So remember, this all happened in January. Actually, one more happened in January. This was January 15th of 2021. Okay. So remember, so one more important detail that I left out. So when they sign the warrant, remember, they're telling a judge that I'm going to disrupt the inauguration. That's what the warrant, that's what the whole basis of the warrant is. They got the warrant signed on January 13th. On January 11th, on my Twitter, I posted, there was a tweet, there was a, a, a meme going around town. Everybody go to your state capitals and go to the national capital and go armed. 
but nobody was taking accountability for it. So a bunch of us like Matt Couch were like, this is BLM and Antifa. That's what this, this is a trap. So we were retweeting that telling people do not go to the capitals and do this because it's an Antifa BLM trap. Don't Mm -hmm. go. So when the FBI was interviewing me, I go, how are you guys? Because I know warrants. That was one of my expertise. I go, how did you guys get a judge to sign a warrant saying that I'm telling people to disrupt inauguration when I just said a few days ago the opposite? And this is what they told me. Well, yeah, we saw that. But you're telling people not to go because it's BLM and Tifa. I go, it doesn't matter why I'm telling them not to go. You're telling the judge that I'm telling people to go. And I said the opposite. So what I knew right then was that tweet along with all the other tweets that I had, did not go into the warrant. That's a crime. When we as investigators are writing a warrant and we come across information, even Dude, if we don't it's like just it, lawlessness right now, man, even if we don't like it, Nino, by law, we have to include that in the warrant because it's exculpatory what? evidence. So when they didn't do that, and so this, so, and there's a host of things that it'd take forever to tell. So all this is not what you're telling me right now. The gist of it is we are not in America anymore. No, we're not. We have the title, but we don't have anything of what America represents. So this is where things get even more crazy. So get, you remember the FBI agent that's handling my case is the same one handling the Fanon case because I'm just Alfredo Luna. I'm a small fish in California. I'm not, I'm not that important, but that Fanon case is. So the reason they showed up on August 4th, Nino, is because when I was a cop, one of my best friends and partners, Jermaine Gibson, he died in front of me. I watched my partner burn alive in his police car. Mm-hmm. That's his birthday. So they showed up to my house on August 4th because they figured I would probably, because every, you know, every anniversary of his death and his birthday, I always tweet about him. They showed up thinking that they were going to get me emotional and I would probably say something that would justify their gun violence oh. protective order against me. But here's the thing that's important. This time I'm more prepared, obviously. And I step outside of my house and they said, the reason they said they came to my house was to return all of my electronic equipment. And you know, in 14 and a half years of doing this work, I never returned evidence to a suspect, a witness, a victim. It doesn't work that way. It, when, you're, when evidence is ready to be returned, your evidence tech or someone from the police department will call the person and say, hey, your stuff's ready to get picked up. Bring an ID and come pick it up. That's the way it works. The reason yeah. they showed up to my house and they know, I'm rip, they know I have an attorney. They're not supposed to make contact with me. That violates our, our due process. But they still showed up to my house. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take this chance to ask them questions now. So I tell them, I go, do you guys realize that the American people, we just don't trust the FBI anymore. So Armenta, the FBI goes, he goes, why do you say that? I go, you literally have Christopher Ray, who is the director of the FBI on television under oath saying that he didn't see any evidence of Antifa or BLM at the January 6th incident. I go, by that time, everybody's at the very least seen videos of John Sullivan. You know, forget Ray Epps. Everybody at least seen videos of John Sullivan, who we know has Antifa contacts. So when I say that, this is his response. This is the next important thing everybody needs to pay attention to because they destroyed evidence. What if what I'm about to tell you? He goes, well, of course he did that. He can't say anything that's going to help Trump. So I looked at him and I go, what? What? I go, He's under oath. It doesn't matter. You can only tell the truth. I go, I, I think Biden's a retard, but if he said something that was good, I would have to acknowledge it. Right. I, I go, you can't lie under oath. Well, his partner, which is can't, you know, Candius that's behind him, even looks at him. And he doesn't look like, like he looks shocked by him. 
So they they give me my equipment. I sign the property receipt. They leave. I immediately call my attorney. I say, request that audio now. And I tell him what happened. He's like, are you serious? I go, no one's going to believe me. So request the audio. Like people need to hear that. That, So if people don't understand what I just said, an FBI agent just said that it is okay to lie under oath as long as it doesn't help your opponent. So that means every January 6th case that we're seeing right now, that means every every document that's from the FBI we're seeing right now, there is no way anybody can look at it and be like, well, yeah, it's truthful and honest because they took an oath. You just had an FBI, a high-ranking FBI guy, say that you can lie under oath. So my attorney, so this happens in August. My attorney's requesting it, requesting it, requesting it. They're not sending anything. They're not even responding. So finally, in early December of 21, so a few months ago, the district attorney's office reaches out to my attorney and says, oh, the FBI reached out to me and they said, there's no recording of that contact. So just understand, everybody, the Department of Justice says that this is the biggest crime. This is the biggest criminal investigation in our country's history. They're going to the home of an alleged suspect and they're not going to record the contact. So let me tell you why they destroyed this recording. Because between August and December, I had went on a couple of shows, shared my story, told everybody this part. And I said, listen, when we get this audio, I will release it to everybody. I go, if a judge puts a gag order on me, I go, I will still release it to everybody because it's that important. And I'll deal with being held in contempt and I'll go to jail for six months or a year if that's what it takes. That's how important that is. This is this. It would have been physical evidence of them lying about purge or telling that people could lie and do perjury. So that's what happened. So now let's fast forward to what happened a few weeks ago. So now we're trying to do a motion to quash the warrant. So we have, I have the criminal charge for the possession of assault rifle. I have the civil charge, which is the gun violence protective order slash the red flag laws, which I have to defend myself to get my guns back. And we also have what's called a motion to quash. What that means is when they wrote the warrant, because they left out exculpatory evidence, because they lied, because they misrepresented, we're trying to get the judge to throw it out, which would throw out everything. So the morning that we show up, so this is what they wrote. This is in the parts of the warrant we have. They said the reason they came across all this information to begin with was because of a confidential informant. That's what that's within their writing. They wrote that confidential informant, confidential citizen. Those are the two things that they wrote. Now, we I have an idea. We think we know who that confidential informant is. Well, so two weeks ago, the yeah, the last week of May, the we go to court in Riverside County. The district attorney goes up to my attorney and goes, hey, why are you guys asking for an in-camera hearing to disclose the informant? And he's like, "Uh, so we can show what the motive was. We can show why they probably lied. And this is what the district attorney says. Well, the FBI told me there is no confidential informant. It's on. I have copies of the parts of the warrant we have where it says confidential informant, confidential citizen. They They even explain how they found out where I live because of what the confidential informant told them. And now what they're saying is no, it was an anonymous caller. Now, why this is important, because this is what you brought up, Nino. They're trying to make the red flags go countrywide, and they're trying to add the stipulation that anonymous callers can do this. So here's this is why an anonymous caller in my situation is important. If they would have took that original warrant, and let's just say there was no confidential informant. Let's just say we believe them. That this is going to give the FBI permission to raid everybody. Everybody. Because when you go to a judge and on the Holy search warrant, shit. it says anonymous caller, the judges don't really give it a lot of weight because they're like, oh, it could be an X. But it, it will have weight this time. It's going to have weight this time. 
But the, I'm saying this is back in January when they did it to me. Had they wrote anonymous caller in there, the warrant would, they, they would, the warrant would never would have got approved. And they know that. So it's one of two things. They lied then or they lied now. But they lied at one point. And this has been, this is our FBI. This is, you know, like I said, I have a job in law enforcement. I still have federal connections. I still have relationships with district attorneys. They, they couldn't even charge me at the district attorney's office in the count or in the part of the county where I live because none of the people at the, at that office wanted to be a part of my case because they know it's wrong. So they literally, I don't think it just could be your tweets, man. Is there a bigger reason they went after you? Like, are you opposing? I have, I, I have suspicions that there's another reason. And I have to be careful with this because there has to be, man. Cause I mean, so there's this millions is what, of people putting tweets out. I mean, I just, so there's, so there's two things and it could be one of these two things. There or has it to be something. Bro. I mean, I mean, maybe you don't want so, to say it on here, but I, mean, well, I can, I can hint around it. So because of what I did and because I worked undercover, I was part of a case that's it's international and national. That's how big this case was. I'm one of the few people that know, know the dirty details. Well, I don't know the dirty details of the case, but I know the main informant in that case. And I'm one of a handful of people that knows that. So, and that's all I'll say about that, because like I said, I still love my brothers in in blue, my sisters in blue. And if people were to find out who that informant is and we didn't do it in a careful way, other people could get hurt that are still working undercover. So that's why I'm careful with that. Um, And we'll talk about that off camera because it's. Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know. It's okay. Keep that to yourself. So the All other right. reason is there's a guy, and he'd be a good guy for you to interview. His name is Patrick Berge. He's the one that came out of Millie Weaver. I've had Patrick Berge on. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, I've had so, Patrick Berge on. So Patrick and me have developed a friendship where you know he tells me some stuff, and he goes because I asked him. I go, dude, I'm just some, I'm just I'm just Alfredo in Southern California. No, you're not, bro. So he goes. He goes, we, the software that I helped develop. So this is not hearsay. He was a part of the development of these programs. He says that what they do is, so Facebook, if people don't know, DARPA, all this social media, yeah. it's all DARPA. It's all CIA. We go, we tweet, we like stuff. And while we're doing this, you know, well, promotional ads that we decline, ones that we, they're developing a, a digital footprint of us, but it goes beyond that. This is what Patrick explained to me is, this is, you know, uh, when we talk about, you know, Project Blue Beam and these other yeah. things, this is comes from what he helped create. They can detect because, you know, they've been tracking us on social media for at least 20 years. Yeah. They know they know they have a file, whether it's the CIA, the NSA or all of them. They have a file that they know what patriots are the potential patriots. Who are the people that would become leaders? Who are the people that would become like generals and this? Who are the who are the people that would have the most influence and cause them the most issues? And that's how they'll target people. That's how they'll go after people because they it's it's pre crime. You know they know who's going to end up doing what based off algorithms. You know, and that's a very summarized version of what he said. So, like I said, it's one of those three things, man. It's this informant's who we think it is, or like I said, maybe it's tied to the information that I have. Or maybe it's what Bergie said, or maybe it's all of them, man. I, I really don't know. Here's the thing. We're a year and a half into this. They still, like I said, they still haven't given us all the discovery. They won't give it to us. And that's a constitutional right. And your audience has to understand if these red flags. So, so do you think happen, this could just get 
the can just keeps getting kicked down the road, down the road, down the road because they don't have those details. Well, the, what, the reason basically, you, what do you think? The reason they keep kicking the can is because they know how expensive this is and they know we can't afford it. Like even, even if they were to throw out the case today, they already ruined my life. I will be in debt the rest of my life. That's how much these attorney's fees and all that stuff there. I will never get out of debt. So all these people that are being charged, even if the cases were dropped, you've already destroyed these patriots, but we're already on the list. So here's the thing. Bank of America, a, a few weeks after all this happened, sent me a letter, shut down all my bank accounts. Wouldn't tell me why and said I couldn't appeal it. You know, I still do part-time work with, I do canine explosives. So I go to different states for operations. I went to, this was in, I think it was May or June last year. I go to Ontario airport to fly to Texas to land in Dallas, Fort Worth. When I went to fly out of California, I got stopped. I ended up finding out I'm one of the four S's. So anytime I go to the airport. What's a four S? So what the four S's are. So if anybody flies and you've noticed that you're getting stopped all the time by TSA and they're doing the full scope of things. If you look on your ticket, on your flight ticket, on the front of the back, you're going to see four S's. What that is, it's a group of people that you're not on the no fly list, but you're on the stop and checklist. The next step is the no fly list. So if anybody, if you look on there and you've been going through this, I guarantee you, if you check your flight ticket on the front of the back, you'll see four S's that are. I'm standing. the only guy that goes through TSA and gives them shit. <laughs> Fuck you, man. They're like, just go, just go, just go. Well, well, here's, here's the confirmation. Here's how I got confirmation on that. Because a lot of people, there's a lot of debunking that this four less list even exists. Yeah. Well, when I was in Ontario, I have a USMC tattoo right here. Okay. And one of the guys that was sitting there, you know, babysitting me while they, cause they were doing swabs on me, everything. Like it, it took about almost two hours. And he goes, he goes, Hey man, he goes, how'd you get on? What'd you do to get on this list? I go, well, it's funny you say a list. Cause everybody keeps telling me at the random audit. He goes, listen, man, Wow. because he was a Marine too. He goes, listen, Marine. He goes, this is all I'll tell you. You're on a list. And that's all I'm going to tell you. So, and that, so that was my confirmation that this 4S is a real thing. It really does exist. That came from someone who works for TSA. You know what I mean? He didn't have to tell me. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, but. And that probably came in with the Patriot Act and all that, huh? 100%. So the only reason I think they're violating the constitution the way they're doing right now is I think all the investigations they're doing to me and all the other people from J6 is all being done under the Patriot Act. Uh, um, That's the only way they could do this and get away with it. Wow. More some serious shit, man. It's it's nonstop, man. They when they were questioning me, they were asking me about places that I visited in California, you know, months, months before the January stuff. And you were never there. And I was never in DC. Did you know anybody there? Uh, I knew people that were there. Um, and as far as I know, none of them. Were you on the phone with them when they were there? I don't know. I mean, no, I had had one buddy. I had one buddy that was there. So check this out. Cause they left this out too, because remember they took my phones. I had one buddy that invited, he works with me or he, when I worked at the school district, he invited me to go. I said, dude, I can't, we got the new baby and like, I'm broke. Like I can't afford the trip out there. So he's like, all right. So then he invites me again. He's like, dude, I talked to my wife. We'll cover all the expenses. You just cover your food. So I was like, man, that's tempting. I'm like, dude, but I can't leave the wife with a two month old baby while I go out there, you know? And he's like, no, no. Well, this isn't text messages. And the FBI knows this. So they know I was invited and refused to go. And they still did this to me. Have you been, have they visited you since? 
No. So the last the last visit was on August fourth of twenty one of twenty one. Yeah, and now now we're just you know we go back to court on June twenty third to try to quash that warrant again, um, and and we'll see we'll see where it goes. You know, you know our system is not you know I'm in the preliminary hearing phase. Our system is not designed. Chances are we will lose preliminary hearing if the if the warrant's not quashed. We'll lose it because the threshold for a case to move forward in prelim, it's so low. People just, you don't win prelims. You know, the only reason that they're there is just to get people to plea out. Because that's how, that's how they up, scare everybody. How are you holding up emotionally, mentally? You know, so in, when all this happened, you know, they, they took my badge, they took my gun, you know, they, they took me being a cop, but they didn't take what makes me a cop. You know, I still love this country. I still love God. I still love protecting people. So my struggle was I felt betrayed. I still feel betrayed, you know, by the very people that said, you know, we die side by side, you know, to fight for what's right. So it's been hard to swallow the betrayal. It's been hard to see all the stuff cops are doing across our country because there's some stuff I can't stick up for because it's wrong. You know, Um, I try to give people a different perspective, but it's been hard. Like I said, we we struggle, man, that we we have weeks where the refrigerator for the kids looks sad, you know. Um, and then people will donate, you know, put our head above water for a little bit, but it's just, you know, what do people uh, donate? Uh, I have a gifts and go it's gifts and forward slash defend Patriot Luna, um, forward slash yeah. Forward slash defend Patriot Luna. And then, um, I have the, the alpha warrior show.tv. That's where people can find my wrong. Well, I'm going to put a link here. So it's best to go to gift and go, uh, give, Oh, give. See? Yeah, give, give, send, go. I would have fucked that up. <laughs> give, send, go. It would have been give, send, give, send, go. Yeah, give, send, go dot com forward slash defend Patriot Luna. But yeah, I, I, figured, I, figured the, I figured the only thing I could do is just be a voice. So I ended up back in August. I started um, the Alpha Warrior show, and you know, I've just been trying to. You know, talk about all the things we're not supposed to talk about, you know, and, and that's where I'm at. Dude, you're welcome on my show anytime you want, man. You got a free pass. Anytime you want, you call me when you're going to come on and get something off your mind. You're more than welcome. I did not have any idea you're going through this, bro. I had zero idea. It's So this is what a lot of the people close to me have told me because they're like, they're like, Alpha, you have all these great guests and you're doing all this great stuff, but you need to get your story out there. And here's the thing, man. And I, I think you know this. It's hard to ask for help. But at this point, I just have to put my pride aside because my family's sinking. Well, you've you helped know. your country, man, and and this is wrong. What's happening, dude? This we're in deep shit, man. This makes me sad. the The only way we win this, the because this is the thing, and I see a lot of people get frustrated, and they're like, you know, this has to go kinetic. And this is what I tell people: when you're, this is a war. It's just an information war. So when you look at this, you know, from my experience, I have tactical experience. You don't beat propaganda with kinetic. If you were to take those arms and do that, all you do is reinforce their propaganda and you make it worse. A hundred percent. The only way you defeat propaganda is with mass information to go against it. So when you guys are watching Nino's show and Nino's giving you all this great info and he's bringing on these great guests and you're like, hell yeah, I like this. And you like it and you leave comments and you stop there. You have failed. You have to get these shows that Nino's putting out and all these other influencers. And you need to share them with family that 
you know, you're going to have awkward conversations. You need to share them with coworkers. You have to get what Nino's bringing to you and you have to give it to everybody. Even the people that are going to make fun of you and persecute you because at some point something's going to click and they're going to be like, Oh shit, that makes sense. And at this yeah. point, there's some people that are so far gone. There's nothing we can do, but there are some people that are still good people that just haven't had exposure to people like you or me or any of the other Patriots out there. All they know is mainstream media. Yeah. So all of a sudden they see something like, you know, Nino's show, you know, and they get all the, wah, and they're just like, you know, Nino gets their attention <laughs> and now they're awake. But that's where, you know, and general Flynn always says it, you know, the digital soldiers that everybody watching, that's what you are. You're the digital soldiers. It's your responsibility to get these shows and just distribute them over and over and over. That is the only way you breed propaganda. That's the only way it happens. Alfredo Luna, everybody. Alfredo Luna, man, alpha warrior. That's what you are for sure. Um, where can people find you? So uh, on Rumble, you can go to the Alpha Warrior show. You'll see all my stuff. Um, you'll find it on Brighton under the same thing. But like I said, the easiest way to find it is go to the, the Alpha Warrior show TV. It'll show you, you know, I've been lucky enough to have, you know, become an affiliate with uh, with Mike and, you know, Dr. Zelenko and them. So that stuff was hopefully that'll start helping out here pretty soon. Um, but where I spend the most time, I, people hate Twitter. I know it is commie. But yeah. this is the this is what I call I say Twitter is the trenches of the information war. Oh yeah. So no. if you well, I'm completely to... they put a governor on mine. Like I haven't moved from seventy four thousand <laughs> in the last like, and I was growing like a thousand a day, and all of a sudden it's just seventy four thousand. That's where you're gonna stay. So, and they keep deleting people. But yeah, yeah. If, if people want to have daily interactions with me, you can follow me on Twitter. It's X Alpha Warrior X. And literally, I'm there every day just trying right, to... Do you have a Getter or a True Social? Yes, um, so Truth Social, um, uh, Alpha Warrior, Getter, I'm um, Alpha Warrior. Um, and I know there's not a lot of traction on there, but you can find me on there. I, I try to get on there from time to time, but I spend most of the time fighting on Twitter. Dude, this was a, an epic interview, so thank you for coming on. I'll put this on uh, on FluffTube tomorrow because I'm going live today to do some question and answer, but I'll put up to, uh, tomorrow's... Sunday, I'll put up tomorrow. Um, depending on how comfortable I want to leave this up, maybe a day, two days, three days, I don't know. Maybe the whole time. I don't know. It depends. Depends. But it will go on Rumble. We'll go on BitChute. We'll go on NinosCorner.tv. But it's going to be on Fluff2 for a while. I appreciate it, brother. All right. And hopefully, folks, everybody, givesendgo.com forward slash defend Patriot Luna. Go there and donate. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alfredo, man. You're you're amazing. This is really some scary times living in, man. It got we so this got we win. God wins this. The yeah. only thing the thing we are responsible for is how we get there. God bless you, brother. Stay in touch with me, okay? Absolutely, give brother. Give your family my best and give them my love. And I hope that everyone gets through this uh with the least trauma possible, man. This is uh you want to say a prayer? Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Dear Father God in heaven, I pray for Alfred and his family. Um, I pray that you protect them and send them the Holy Spirit fire, Father God. Shine light upon his family. That all the evil, evil deeds that the government is doing to this man, the FBI is doing to this man, will be shown to the public. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
All right, brother. Let's keep in touch. All right. Will do, brother. Thank you. God bless you. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.